We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast welcome into the wednesday edition of the pack a day podcast the gratitude question mark edition of the pack a day podcast i am one of your co-hosts dusty evely with me tonight no sarah kelleher sarah is taking a vacation she needed a break from me um also, Perry Goldstein was supposed to be here, but I think it was something like she heard that she was going to have to talk to my voice and she made her ill or something. I'm unclear what that was. But joining me tonight, someone I've talked to before, never talked to face to face, is the great Gage Bridgeford. Gage, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. And also the whole great thing, let's like let's not oversell me. I'm just a guy that works here. I'm just a guy that talks on podcasts sometimes. So like, let's not oversell me too much. Aren't but I'm we glad all? to be here when you uh, when Sarah had said that I think it was what two weeks ago or last mm-hmm. week that yeah. she was going to be able to be here, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'm in." Uh, and you, you and I talked before we got on the show that I jump around and I've been on a few different episodes of podcasts and the YouTube channel over the last couple of months because I generally don't do a ton, so I always have time to fill in. Uh, and plus, talking about Packers is always a good time. Yeah, you've been kind of the uh, kind of the big pinch hitter lately. Uh, when, when we need a, I need a fill in, you've been stepping in and doing good work, man. So like I said, we've been we've kind of chatted a little over DMs, over on Twitter and stuff like that, but we've never actually met. So it's cool to actually uh, get a chance to talk to you here. And uh, you know, we got some stuff to talk about. Usually the off season, we don't have a ton to talk about. We got some things. The big news today, the big big news stuff everyone's talking about. Packers signed a kicker. Packers <laughs> signed a kicker. It's uh, really the only news uh, they signed. His name is Dominic Eberly, which is very close to how people mispronounce my name. So it's very easy to remember kicker from Utah state. He overlapped with Jordan love for three years, spent his rookie year in 2020 with the Raiders under Rich Bisaccia, which seems noteworthy here. He has kicked in one NFL game. He was with the Texans last year. He went two for three on field goals, missed a 52 yarder, made a 51 yarder. I forgot how crazy this game was because they they beat this one. They beat the ever loving stuffing out of the uh, Chargers. I was the like, this was the Chargers over. game, wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't even look at the game, or I didn't like. I wasn't registering, and I was like, this is the Chargers game because they only kicked like three. They only scored a bunch of points in like two games last year. One was Week One against Houston, mm-hmm. and I knew it wasn't that game. Yeah, so I, was I, like, was, I bet it was that Chargers. So I was looking at the stats. I was like, okay, he went two for three on field goals, five for five on extra points, three touchbacks on eight kickoffs. Like, oh my god, what game? Oh, the Chargers game. Oh, that's right, yeah. the Chargers game. Uh, do you have any? You have any hot takes on Dominique Eberly Gage? 
No, I got nothing. I've I have written a column about kickers for the or I had written a column about kickers for fantasy football for the last three seasons up until this past year when I passed it off to somebody else for Roto Baller. But I got nothing on Mister Everly as long as he, like if he comes in and he uh, and he's the kicker next year uh, for instead of Mason, just make your kicks, man. That's all you gotta do. I like I have no I have no takes about it. Hit kickoffs, make your kicks, and no one will have any problems. Yeah, I had uh, I had JJ Molson, uh, you know, pegged. You know, a lot of people pegged him for a long time, and then we got this dark horse coming in. So we'll say the uh, you know three touchbacks on eight kickoffs. Ah, we get that with Mason, man. I want someone with just a rocket leg. I want someone just just blasting that sucker out the back of the end zone. No more kickoff returns. I know Masachi is in town. No more kickoff returns if we can help it. So. Um, the other tiny bit of news is that the, uh, today, yesterday, I guess, is the first day that the franchise tag can be applied, which is noteworthy because Devonte Adams has been kind of, you know, his name's been floated around as one of those guys that could happen. Uh, obviously did not happen. That window closes on March 8th, but it opened yesterday. So just something to keep an eye on. Um, and then that's, that's it. Oh, there's one, one smaller th- thing. Um, Aaron Rodgers surprise quote unquote scare quotes, uh, guest on, Pat McAfee. So there was a lot of speculation. Um, and, and Gage, I'll let you go here in a second. The uh, Rogers had a big post on Instagram the night before uh, Monday night, this whole thing about gratitude and, you know, all the guys that I've played with my former teammates, current teammates, all of that, put a bunch of pictures up kind of one of those uh, people are looking through that. What are the reading between the lines? What's going on here? Is he leaving? It looks like he may be retiring. I don't know. Shortly thereafter, McAfee said something to the effect of, Surprise guest tomorrow. So everyone's assuming Rogers, Rogers, Rogers. So Gage, those things there between, I feel like a high schooler, between the Instagram post, Gage, between the caption on the Instagram post, and then also the uh, kind of the surprise announcement there. And then when we saw it was Rogers, what was your feeling going into that? Did you feel like he was potentially going to make a big announcement? Did you, were you kind of leaning one way or the other in terms of which way you thought he was going to go? Kind of going into that, where were you leaning on that? Aaron Rodgers is the most confusing man in sports right now. Other than Antonio Brown, okay, like so he's second most confusing to Antonio Brown, who's kind of who's a giant idiot and hopefully mm-hmm. gets the help that he needs. I didn't think that Aaron was going to make a big announcement. I know that he said that he would make his announcement prior to free agency. He still has a couple of weeks to do that. I didn't, but based on just looking at the Instagram posts and kind of the things that he said in it, I wasn't. Sh- I didn't think it was a retirement post. And I thought it legitimately could be a gratitude thing because that's been a big thing of his over the last mm-hmm. uh, this past season. Obviously, like every time he walked off the field, he's got he put puts up the "I love you" to the fans and whatever. And he didn't thank the fans in the in the post. There was mm-hmm. which is which obviously that was a big thing when Brady retired a couple weeks ago was the whole oh Brady didn't thank the New England fans. I. Hmm. I don't think Rodgers, if he announced, I also don't think he would announce his retirement on Instagram. I think he would no. announce it on McAfee but I don't think he would announce it on Instagram. And when he said current teammates, that kind of was a clue to me. I'm like, he ain't, he ain't walking away today. So I think, uh, so that was when going in, I'm like, I'm not expecting the big announcement. And then obviously two minutes into the show, he's like, I'm not doing that today. So if that's where you're here, (laughs) you can go home. It's like, it's the equivalent of a professor saying when you come in the day before the final saying, look, we're not going to cover anything today. We're not taking attendance. If you don't want to be here, you want to go home, you can go home. That was, and then probably 40,000 <laughs> people left the YouTube uh, stream today. So I didn't expect Rodgers to say anything important. And sure enough, he didn't. All he did was tell us that over the last 12 days or the previous 12 days, he had had a very uh, interesting cleanse uh, done 
to himself. <laughs> and apparently he said he does this every single year, which that's insane. I like I, I read through it briefly. I don't want to do it once, let alone every single year for 15 years or whatever. I don't know how long he's been doing it. I don't know if he's been doing it his entire career, but so now he didn't say anything important. I didn't expect him to. So it was, it was par for the Rogers course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you, you kind of mentioned it. I, I, I did think it was considerate that he kicked off. I mean, there's like one of the first things he said, he said, there's no news today. There's no decision about the future. So if that's why you're here, might as well just take off. And like you said, he watched, I did the same thing as you did. I was watching those viewer numbers and those suckers just drop. So very considerate to kind of lead off with that. He did talk a lot about, it, it was the, the Panchakarma cleanse, which, um, Oh, it's a family podcast, Gage. I can't really, we can't really describe what this is, um, except, I don't know, we'll just say evacuation, just evacuation everywhere. It's a deep cleaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a, it is a deep cleaning. It is a, uh, it's a fumigation. That's, I think that's the way to, like, you're cleaning out everything with mm-hmm. this. So that's, yeah. that's kind of the way I looked at it. I look, like I said, I looked at the details. I'm like, uh-uh, nope, I wouldn't do it once. Uh, you like, you, I don't get paid nearly enough money to do that one time, let alone every like i said every year no listen man someone's gonna do it some someone some streamer some someone's gonna be out there and be like i'm gonna do this thing and they're gonna they're gonna go through the whole thing and document it and it's going to be just it's gonna be something that i will not watch but i'm sure people will so um I, he did hit some high points uh like i said this is about the only thing we have to talk about so we'll, we'll go through this a little bit some of the stuff i know my takeaways i don't know if you had anything specific gauge so mine he talked about uh, appreciation for lafleur once again, he kind of talked about how winning two MVPs under the floor, that's no coincidence. He also brought up that that potentially, you know, winning the two with uh, while dating or gauge to Shailene, which that's still it seems like they broke that off. But who knows, based on what they said, and you'll play, you'll put you'll put your detective hat on a little later and we'll get into that. But he kind of mentioned gratitude, like you said, the theme was gratitude. So gratitude for the floor and talked about how those the MVPs were no coincidence. Um Great. He talked about the Instagram post again. He reiterated that the having a life of gratitude is important. It was, he said gratitude like a thousand times. Um, he specifically mentioned uh, Tom Clements. He said he was thrilled to have Clements back. He said, uh, I think the wording was, I owe him a great deal. Um, and he specifically said the game's a better game when Tom Clements is coaching. He said both for veterans like myself and also for younger guys as well. And so, I mean, that was kind of what was that last week, I think, when Clements came back and that I mean, at the time, and even still now, it's Clements is not coming out of retirement to coach Jordan Love. Tom, Tom Clements is coming out of retirement because Rogers is coming back. So that's still the feeling I have. But hearing him talk about Clements, you hear there are guys you hear him do this with um, with different coaches throughout his career. But these guys, he'll just kind of latches onto and gushes about. And Clements is clearly one of those guys has been a, an influential figure for him, which was which was pretty big. Um, and I think one of the, uh, one of the last things I guess I'll say before, uh, before you kind of get into some of your stuff is, um, he talked about the meeting, uh, McAfee th- asked about the meeting last year when the coaches went out to get him telling like McAfee was kind of digging. He's like, okay, man, you know, we're, we're away from a little bit. Tell me what was said. Can you tell me what was said through some of those meetings, you know, kind of what state was the relationship in and Rogers wouldn't say, we did say that they basically tailgated outside of the PCH outside of Rogers' home while he was at supper. And we're just waiting for him to come home. Okay, hold on. You're burying the lead of what (laughs) supper he was at a little bit here. It was with those for those that didn't see. Yeah, for those that didn't see the Aaron Rodgers interview today on or yesterday on Pat Mm -hmm. McAfee, Aaron said he was at a dinner with some Buddhist monk friends of his. Mm -hmm. Not Mm -hmm. not some Buddhist monks that he knows. Not some Buddhist monks. Some Mm -hmm. Buddhist monks friend uh, friends of his. Mm -hmm. 
Aaron Rodgers operates in a different world for me. Yeah. But he said that he was not missing dinner with these guys. Like he knew that the he knew Green Bay was coming out or he had a strong idea that they were. And he said, Nope, I'm going to dinner with these Buddhist monk friends of mine first. <laughs> that is when you there this goes to an idea that I have had for in sports for Basically, I first like I me personally first came up with it, when, and I'm sure it's existed long before me when the Colin Kaepernick stuff happened. I'm not getting into the idea of it right now or the logistics of it. If you want to do that, go talk to somebody else on Twitter. Don't come to me. I don't want to hear it. You have to be as good as you are a headache in order for a team to keep you. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers telling the coach, the GM, the finance, everybody, I'm not coming to see you until I'm done with my dinner with my Buddhist monk friends. And them staying outside the house, not even like inside, outside the house, mm-hmm. that is the equivalent of me saying, I know where I stand. And if and if you leave, that's on you. But I'm going to stand up here. And the Packers were like, well, we're, we're not leaving. We're staying here. That is the, we know where you're at. You know where you're at. Except like, and they met at a point there. So yeah, no, he, he went and to a Buddhist monk dinner and then, went and met with the team and then they kind of hashed some things out and a conversation was had. And then obviously we didn't know anything else happened for the next, what, like four months or whatever it was. Cause I think that meeting happened in May of last year. It was early. It was, it was before the Hawaii stuff is real early. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was like, I think, I think it was early May or mid May cause I feel like it happened right after the draft. Cause they like, that was one of the many convoys that was sent out there. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so he obviously didn't, he didn't go into too much detail on it. We're, we're not dumb. We can kind of infer and guess like, okay, Aaron, what do you want? What is your, where's your head at? What's your thoughts? What's your opinion? Mm-hmm. And then him saying, I want more input. I want Cobb back. I want this, this, this thing. I want to be involved in these discussions. I want us to be aggressive in the things we do. And obviously we saw over the last year, Green Bay do a lot of the things he wanted. Did they trade up in the draft and trade all their draft picks to go get a specific guy? No. But they made a lot of moves in regards to Rodgers. They brought in Devondre mm-hmm. Campbell and Rasul Douglas, who were who played outstanding football all year. Obviously, Devondre Campbell is interested in coming back to Green Bay. There's been discussions on a contract extension as of this recording at 9.13 Eastern time on Tuesday, February 22nd, a.k.a. 2-2 or 2-22 of 2022 on a Tuesday. There's been no announcement, but that's uh, there's – they made the moves and they tried to do the things he wanted. And that's why he's been very complimentary of the Packers over the last several months. I know you and I talked about this briefly before we got started mm-hmm. recording. He's been very complimentary of Brian Gutekunst. And it wasn't, it went from in August, it was, we have a working relationship to, he said very complimentary things on the show yesterday. He said, think very complimentary things over the last several months. So I think that whatever conversation they had in May or April or whatever it was last year, a lot of progress has happened since that point in time. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging. So you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he even mentioned, uh, I can't remember what the moment it was, maybe on the practice field when he finally came back in. Was that the moment he equated to uh, to shaking uh, Favre's hand at the... Uh, NFL honor. Did he, did he mention that on McAfee today? He did mention that that's, I remember him talking about the Brett Favre handshake and then kind of equating that to the practice, the practice field moment, kind of saying like, okay, that was when we're going to bring Favre back into the fold was the, at the NFL honors. And then this is when he kind of felt like he was oh, not, I don't want to say back in the inner circle because inner circle is kind of a meme with Rogers over the last few months with the whole, he's going to yeah. boycott the Super Bowl thing. But I think that that's kind of where that whole idea comes from is he was like, we had a good conversation after having some conversations and that was when he really felt like the love started flowing or whatever, or the chi was right or whatever term he wants to use. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, that's not, that's not nothing. He wouldn't, he would just not bring that stuff up if things were not good. So I think the fact that he has brought that up and has talked with those guys uh, a number of times, I feel like it's, it's just, it's shifted quite a bit from last off season. We're still, very uncertain this offseason, but it's a different type of uncertainty from last offseason. Uh, so, Gidge, what were some of you? You have any big takeaways or any any thoughts overall on on some of the stuff uh, that from McAfee today? No, I got I got nothing. Uh, this, <laughs> I, I, like I said, I didn't expect Rogers to make an announcement today. So him not him not making an announcement today was ex- was exactly what I expected. I thought he would go on there, and I felt like it was two guys talking at a bar, like, and you just happened to overhear him. Obviously, during the season, there was the book club and there was him talking about the him talking about like games every week and stuff like that. And I didn't feel like that was the case today. Today just felt like two dudes catching up because they hadn't talked to each other for a month or whatever it's been since he was last on the show. That's all this one felt like to me. And it felt like we just all got to be flies on the wall together and watch these guys kind of talk. It was kind of fun to watch. I always love watching him interact with Ty because <laughs> like, Ty obviously is a fan. Mm-hmm. Of him, and you can tell that like Ty has been a fan of Rogers and Green Bay forever, and so it's funny to see him, like he gets to meet his idol, and he gets to actually like interact and 
like maybe not idol, but like a guy that he has loved to watch. And sure, like someone was, he's looked up to. Yeah, there was the whole thing today. He's like, yeah, you're going to be the godfather of my kid. That that whole thing. Okay. I was like, I'm going to write that one down. So it was, <laughs> so that's always fun. It was it was fun to just get to watch like Rogers get to. I always like watching him on Tuesdays. Sometimes he says things that are a little outlandish, but just watching him really relax and interact with those guys is always a good time. Yeah, there's a reason. There's something Sarah and Steve and I had talked about before. I mean, there's a reason that he has picked McAfee. There's a reason why that's been relatively popular is because whether you agree with some of the stuff he's saying or not, and I know a lot of people don't, I, I certainly do not agree with everything he says. It's a version of him. And I mean, you mentioned it earlier. It's a version of him which we haven't seen up until this point. It's a guy who clearly doesn't care as much what people think about him. Uh, you get to see kind of who he is a little bit more, some of his sense of humor a little bit more, and just, you know, some of his beliefs coming out a bit more. He's just, he seems he's free in those interviews in a way that, that he's not necessarily free in, in other spaces. So, so it was, uh, it maybe was not the bombshell a lot of people were hoping for. Uh, I guess that's the last question I ask you. I mean, you, you've said a couple of times, you didn't think there was going to be any announcements or anything. Do you, anything that he did leading up to that, do you feel anything was misleading? And a lot of people felt like they were kind of, misled and oh well he always does everything for a reason and he knew what people were going to think did, do you think he was purposely like misleading anyone by by doing that by being the secret guest or was it just i, I just kind of want to come on and, and talk to my friend a bit i i think it's more just he kind of wants to go on and talk to his friend and i think and to everybody listening right now i mean this in the nicest way possible if you're letting 38 year old aaron Rodgers ruin your day stop <laughs> it's not it's not that big a deal i i have been a packer fan for I, I'm, I'm nearly 27 years old i'm not going to count the first like five years of my life that i don't remember just because sure. it's not it's fair but i've been a packer fan for like 21 21 years that i remember and and i know that there's people that have been fans longer than me i know dusty's been a fan longer than i have and there's people even that have been fans even longer than dusty has and mm-hmm. they, they don't let it ruin your day it's like the the guy the guy at the end of the day he's just a guy that plays football. Like he, I get I get that he's more than that, but to you as a fan, that's what he is. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a personal relationship with him, he's a guy that plays football for the team that you root for. I understand that like him not playing for for Green Bay would suck, or him retiring wouldn't be great, or whatever. But at the end of the day, I don't like don't let it ruin your day. I know me personally, I don't. I was telling Dusty before we started. I don't let it ruin my day. Whenever he posts anything online, whether he likes a tweet or he shares an Instagram post that's kind of cryptic or whatever, I, I just just let it go. Just let your day go. Yeah. Whenever he makes his official announcement, because he always will. That's the thing that about Rogers that we've noticed is he maybe he'll be cryptic for let's call it a week, just for as an example time, mm-hmm. and then he will be non cryptic at the end of that week. That's what he's done for the last for the last two years now, I'm not going to go back to his younger years, but right over the last two years, what we've seen with him is he may be cryptic and say things kind of in a very specific way, but he always cleans it up and says what he means after the fact. Mm -hmm. So just don't. So every time he posts on Twitter or posts on Instagram or likes a tweet and you're like, Oh, is him liking the picture of this sheep, uh, (laughs) uh, a a specific thing. He wants to go play for the Rams. He wants them to trade staff. No, just, just relax. Like take a page out of Rogers book, relax. It's just a guy. It's just a guy that plays football and he, he's really good at it. I get that, but don't let it ruin your day because if you let this ruin your day, life is so much more. There's so much more going on that you shouldn't be letting Aaron Rodgers' social media antics ruin your day. 
Well, he and he's he's also said before he had the big I can't remember towards the end of the season, maybe before the playoff game. There's the big thing about he had they pointed out Atlas shrugged. He had a copy yeah, of Atlas shrugged on the shelf behind yeah, him. He, he was like that he put up just to mess with yeah, people. Say, he he said he's never read it. He put it up there just to get a reaction. Like we know who he is. We know he thinks this is funny. Like he'll he'll kind of he'll put stuff out there. He'll do that just to kind of get a rise out of people. So yeah, I've always I've always tried to subscribe to the notion of. I don't worry about what you can't control. This is something I cannot control. So yeah, just uh, ride the wave, man. Just just let it let it take. You. If he's going to throw an Instagram post up there that has a whole bunch of words on it, and you can either read between it. And part of it's fun. It is kind of fun reading between and looking at that stuff. But yeah, don't uh, don't let it ruin your day, man. Because like you said, eventually, and probably before too long, he's he's going to make an announcement one way or another. And like you said, my my gut feeling tells me he's coming back uh, or retiring. I'm leaning probably 75 coming back, 25 retiring. I don't even, I'm not even considering trade an option at this point. I just, I just don't even think that's happening. So yeah, just based purely on the money aspect of things, I don't think he, he's going to be traded. It just, yeah. the money on every side is just weird. And I don't think that it could, I just don't think it would work that way. You said 75, no. 25 playing versus retiring. I think it's closer. I think it's even higher percentage that he plays next yeah. year. I just think that he, I think he knows how good he is. I think he saw how good he was last year. I also think he's not completely dumb. He understands that, like he always said, he always says this team is never going to be, like this exact team isn't going to be back next year. He knows that. Mm -hmm. But all we've seen all offseason is guys talking about how they want to come back to Green Bay. They were, like guys, some guys are willing to take discounts. I know Rasul Douglas openly said, yeah, I'd be willing to take (laughs) a discount. They're going to have to pay more than they did last year, but I'll take a discount to be back. MBS has said he wants to be back. Bob Tunyon wants to be back. All these guys want to be back. And guess what? They want to be back because 12's under center. This mm-hmm. is not a shot at Jordan Love. This isn't This isn't anything like that. This is acknowledging that Aaron Rodgers is a back-to-back MVP, four-time MVP, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever do it, one of the most physically talented players the game has ever seen at his position. I don't think he's hanging it up yet. Mm-hmm. I think – He's got a few years left. I don't know how many. I also know that just based on the way he's talked, he doesn't want to walk away from the game when he's Ben Roethlisberger. He doesn't want to be physically unable to do it. And right now his body is in great shape. He's got a great offensive line in front of him that can keep him upright and keep him in great shape. I don't see him walking away yet. I also don't see him coming back under that same deal. I think he gets gets renegotiated, gets extended, et cetera. So I think that he's definitely coming back next year. Um, and so, in, but until then, until we get the official announcement, I'm just going to sit here and like vibe out in Packerland and watch like every other fan base try to convince themselves why he's going to play there. Also, he's not going to play in Denver after they trade two, two first, a second, a third. It's not going to, not going to happen. You're going to have to bring a little bit better to the table there, guys. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Yeah, some of the trade stuff, some of the, the compensation packages I've seen are a bit too high. Some of them are way too low. Um, I don't think either of them are. I don't think it even going to happen. But you see some of them. It's oh, come on, man. Let's let's. let's it's fun. That's that's fun for me. MVP, I don't man. I don't interact <laughs> with them. I just let them. I just let the the them find their way to my feed, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, that's not going to happen. But that's no. you, you know what you keep keep dreaming, man. Good for you. <laughs> People need something to look forward to in life. And if that's what they got the off season so long, man, like you got, you got to have something, you got to have something to do during the off season. If what you're doing, just pitching fake trades, man, you, it could be way worse. 
Gotta do what you gotta do, man. It's gotta not a get bad by vice. how you can. I mean, because like there's no baseball spring training yet, because mm, obviously there's wow. there's the whole lockout wow. going on. We're in the dead week of no NBA because like between Sunday and Thursday, there's just nothing. So all people have right now is college basketball, college baseball, and hockey. And people are struggling to get through. Yeah. Yeah. I know I am. I'm going back through old Rams games, man. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now, personally, which is not great. Um I think we've covered the Aaron Rodgers things from all angles. We're going to hit a couple questions and get out of here. We've got a few. Thank you for people sending them in. Uh, I think we're only going to hit a couple tonight. Uh, the first one I will just take. This is from uh, Brian Fonfera. It just says, do you miss me? And it was a gif of Frank Ocean. Uh, Brian is uh, I, the first podcast I ever did was over at Back to the Future with Brian Fonfera and the guys over there. Um, and yeah, I do miss you, Brian. We talked a little bit after he sent this in. Uh, so Yes, that was a, a, a very big step in my football development was over at Pack to the Future. Uh, still doing good stuff over there. So miss you, Brian. Um, next up from Matt Pickett, our friend Matt Pickett. Uh, what are the best? So today we didn't mention today, Wednesday, I think at noon central, Brian Gudikins is going to have a press conference. Um, so Matt says, what are the best and worst possible things Goody could announce tomorrow? And then a bonus question. What's your least popular take on anything? He said he borrowed this from Robert Mays. Uh, could be food, movies, brands, or anything. I don't really have anything for Gudikins. Uh, Gage, you got anything best and worst things uh, that Gudikins could announce during the press conference? Yeah, I got a couple. One, Go he it. could announce that they're going to franchise tag Devontae Adams. Okay. And people are like, oh, well, why is that a bad thing? You're keeping him around. Because Devontae won't sign it. He no, will hold no. the team hostage on that. I, I, I firmly believe that there is no there yeah. is no world where Devontae Adams plays next season on the franchise tag for Green Bay. It's not going to happen. So announcing this is our intention, that no. won't go well. That will piss off Devontae, and by proxy, that will piss off Aaron. Don't want to do those two things. Uh, another thing he can announce, he could announce that Rodgers is retiring. I know that I just said that I'm very confident that Rodgers is coming back, <laughs> but in the world that Rodgers – comes back, doesn't want to play for Green Bay, I trade him. I I I am mm-hmm. a person that I play dynasty fantasy football. I would rather like I get it. I would rather do the Bill Belichick. We'll trade him a year too early than a year too late. Get mm-hmm. stuff for him while you can. I would rather get stuff for him than than lose him uh for nothing. And I know people are like, oh well you t- then why would you want him on your team? I understand that I, I'm gonna be a Green Bay fan no matter if Rogers is on the team or not. Mm-hmm. I might still root for Rogers wherever he's at but I'm still going to be a green Bay fan. So I want green Bay to be good and losing him for nothing. If he goes to another team or whatever, or like if he retires, just wouldn't be as great. No. Best things. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. We signed into a deal. Devonte Adams got signed. Every, just every free agent just that every I want to come thing. back. Devondre Campbell's back in the door. They brought, they brought back the whole band. <laughs> they brought, they were, they're running it back. That would be the only like, Oh, also David Bakhtiari is now part cyborg. He'll never tear at ACL again. He's mm-hmm. locked. Just whatever. That, MVS the, got that surgery that Idris Elba did in Hobbs and Shaw, where it's now just like a like a cyborg spine, and so no back problems for MVS, and he's resigning. No just, back problems, and then can, can we fix his hamstrings too? Sure like, can. He, like he's got because sure I just actually know just no guys on Green Bay will suffer soft tissue injuries next year. If you could figure mm-hmm. out how to do that, that'd be great. But so I mean, like realistic things though is just like a Rodgers and Devontae dual extension announcement. Mm-hmm. That's about the only like that's the best things that are realistic that could happen. Otherwise. I don't think uh, similar to Rogers. I don't think that we're going to get a ton of juice out of Goop tomorrow because I feel like yeah. he's taking a page out of Rogers' book and being very careful about the stuff that he wants to let everybody have. Mm-hmm. And, and until like he gets like 
don't want to say clearance from Rogers because that makes it sound like Rogers is his boss. Yeah, but I yeah. feel like he's. But I'm not trying to do that. It's more just like until Rogers is like, hey, yeah, we're good to go on this. Right. They would I stay on he, the same message, not yeah. ruffle feathers and yeah, anything like yeah, that. So yeah. I think it's more like that. Is I don't think we're going to get anything major out of him other than just like I, I'm sure we'll hear complimentary things about various coaches and we'll hear about Mike Smith going to Minnesota, yeah. wishing him the best and. Oh well, what do you think about Z deleting all of his stuff on on Twitter? It's no big deal. Z's uh, we're great. To, we're glad to have him part of the organization, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I think we'll hear all yeah. the stereotypical good things we expect to hear tomorrow, and that'll be the end of it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness, or is preventing you from achieving your goals? We've all struggled with mental health in different ways, especially during the pandemic, and I'm certainly no different. Keeping myself centered mentally is such a huge part of my overall health goals, and that's where BetterHelp has helped me. BetterHelp has the ability to assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist, plus you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. You can even schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't have to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed, and it's more affordable than traditional offline therapy. Plus, financial aid is available if needed. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash packaday. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And of course, we have a special offer for Packaday listeners, as you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash packaday. Support for the Packaday podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off in free worldwide shipping with code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. Friends, inside this package, you're going to find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. And let me tell you a bit more about this Lawnmower 4.0. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, sort of important, thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precise shave. Right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code PACKADAY. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Yeah. All right. That's that's all good. Now, into the into the nitty-gritty, man. What's your, your least favorite, your least popular take, Gage? What's your least popular take? I have one. I'll kick off with mine. Mine's just that I don't particularly care for the American office. I know people love that show. They love it to death. I've watched a couple seasons, I think three and four and dabbled in five. It's not my thing and it's fine. It's just, it's not my thing, but people, people love that show. So I think that's probably my least popular take. I feel like you got some doozies gauge. What do you, what do you well, got? Real quick on your office take. I like the office. And I mean, like I'm somewhat in the same boat. I think that the office has about four, three or four good seasons. 
Other than that, I think that there's a lot of dead weight in the show. I think there's a lot of episodes that the show doesn't need. There's too much fat there, and I don't like mm-hmm. that. But there were some episodes, there are some moments and episodes and seasons that are just great. I still laugh to this day about the one where it's the I think it's the koi pond episode, and it's the one where uh, Jim or no, it's the deposition. Jim and Dwight are playing ping pong. It's that that's the episode. And there's a okay. there's one joke in it when Dwight is like tutoring Jim to try and teach him how to be good against a client, and then. Pam comes in and says, are you, are you ready to pre- play against Daryl? And he's like, yeah, I think I'm ready. Set it up. Dwight goes, Daryl's the client. He, no, 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 no. He works here. You dumbass." And that joke gets me every time <laughs> I fall out laughing every time I hear it, just because the delivery and him, like the, his character thinking that Jim doesn't is so dumb. He doesn't realize Daryl works at the company. Just <laughs> kills him. But anyway, my least popular take, this one's tough because I have some terrible takes in my life. And I know that. I'm going to go with a food one just as an homage to the pod father, Andy mm-hmm. Herman. I'm a very picky eater. Andy has some, some outlandish things. I eat regular food on Thanksgiving or I eat Thanksgiving traditional foods, but I, but I understand, but I also am picky in my own way. I have to this day, I've never eaten seafood. I think seafood is a terrible, no good, very bad thing that doesn't need to exist. I don't understand why it does that. I, I take and people are like, Oh, seafood's the, the great. I have never eaten seafood, sushi, not, none of it. I have not, not nothing. And people are like, why I take issue to food that can be cooked perfectly in a, by a, like five-star restaurant chef and still not smell good. That's a problem for me. <laughs> I love because I'm a, obviously food or smell is big for food. That's why when you're sick, you don't want to eat as much stuff because just stuff doesn't taste as good. Why doesn't it taste as good? Because you can't smell. I am big with smell. And if I if I smell, if it doesn't smell good, I don't want to eat that thing. It's a reason why I'm picky about certain foods or why I'm picky about so many foods. But seafood can be cooked perfectly and still not smell good. And I just, I don't get it. I don't get why people are like, oh, it's so good. No, no, it's not. It shouldn't smell bad. Okay, that's that's a problem. Your food should smell good. And if it doesn't smell good, there's something wrong with it. That's why whenever food goes rotten and smells bad, you don't eat that food anymore. So I guess my my least popular one would be that seafood in all forms, sushi, cooked seafood, fish fry, whatever it, it being not good in general. I guess that would be my least the my least popular take. If you want more bad food takes, go ahead and feel free to ask me any of them because i will answer them honestly i am the pickiest eater i know i like i i get and i get it and i but i always come back to i don't force you to eat my food i don't force you like i'm a picky eater sure, i don't sure. force you to eat what i'm eating i eat what i want and i'm okay with that like when i get spaghetti which i had tonight i don't put sauce on it never have what? i think I don't do sauce. I don't do sauce. I don't do ketchup, mustard. I don't do any, like when I eat a hot dog. It's just like, just, just what do you do? Just like noodles and butter? No, uh, Parmesan cheese. I'm okay. a big Parmesan cheese guy. I just, I don't like sauce. It's uh, like, I like, I like uh, dipping it like for breadsticks. I like it. Um, I like it on pizza. Like I, but like on, on noodles, I just don't like it. It's for one, sometimes it gets cold. Like if you don't eat quite fast enough too, it's <laughs> messy. I'm not a big messy guy. Like I, I like uh, when I eat ribs, I eat with a fork and knife. I love ribs, but I eat not, I eat ribs with a fork and knife, and people are like, That's so you're weird. a like, you're a boneless wings guy, I guess probably. I do like boneless wings. I eat I eat bone in wings sometimes, but I prefer boneless because, like I said, I don't like to, 
I don't like getting my hands dirty while I'm eating food. It just feels weird. Yeah, those are some bad takes. Those I, are like some I bad said, takes. I, yeah, no, if, if I could do an entire <laughs> podcast about my bad food takes, Andy Herman and I could go back and forth for an hour just about who has worse food opinions. But again, I don't force you to eat what I'm eating. Sure. And so at the end, so if you have a problem with my picky food habits, I don't know why, because I'm not making you eat it. If I was making you eat it, you can be mad. But if I'm sure. not making you eat it, shut up. It's none of your business. It's my food. <laughs> More than fair. Shut up. It's none of your business. That's really, that's the theme of this podcast today. It's not any of your business. Don't worry about someone else's business. Um, all right. Next question. Devante from Cole Reedy. If Devante's not a Packer next season, would you like to see the team go after a big name free agent wide receiver like Godwin, Williams, or Robinson? My answer is probably the same as yours is, Boy, that sounds awesome, but with what money? So no. Is that kind of where you're sitting, Gage? Um, well, so you lost me when you said if Devontae is not a Packer. <laughs> he's, he's coming back. Done. There we go. I don't, I don't, I don't need to consider that world. Because in my mind, if Devontae's gone, Aaron's also gone. Sure. I think if Aaron's back, they're finding a way. I don't know how, what money they're using. I don't know who they're, where they're figuring it out. Russ Ball's a wizard. He'll figure it out. I don't see a world where Aaron's back and Devontae's not. I just, that's how I am. So as, so as confident as I am in Devont or in Aaron coming back, it makes logical sense that I would also have Devontae coming back. Okay. Um, so maybe, maybe not a big name, but there is a, so I guess follow up question. There's, we have a, we have another question that I didn't know if we were going to get to or not, but it's basically a, is there the kind of a guy vet minimum you can get or something? I'm, I am of the mind. I like where the wide receiver room is. I mentioned this before. I like the kind of different, um, Different skill sets guys have, even though it is a little thin, as we saw with MVS, you have one speed guy. You've got Lazard, who's kind of like your dog in the blocking game. I do think that's maybe could be Amari Rogers going forward, although maybe not this year, not at that same level. But is there a guy, let's say Devontae's back, because you're very confident that Devontae's back. Is there a guy either in, uh, I can't I can't remember if you get deep in the draft, uh, draft stuff or even just like kind of a cheaper side free agent wide receiver that you might like to see them take a swing at? So... One, I do do a I uh, do do huh. I do a little <laughs> bit of draft stuff. I haven't gotten deep into this class yet. Uh, it's just been I've been really taking a not a bat like I've been taking the foot way off the gas the last few like the last month sure. or so. Um, but so I haven't gotten deep into this draft class, so I can't speak too much there. But I do know just looking through the free agent class of wide receivers, there's a lot of dudes available that are just reasonable guys. I mean. There is one gentleman who we are all very familiar with who is a free agent this offseason. Oh, Mr. Jake Kumaro, Kumaro, and it's Kumaro. Mr. Kumaro <laughs> is available this offseason. Um, ooh, here's a guy, DeAndre Carter. Okay. And people are like, oh, he's not an actual wide receiver. Guess what? You bring Devontae Adams back. I think Lazard and MBS are both coming back because they both want to come back cheap. Or well, yeah. they both want to come back, and I think they're both going to come cheap. So then you have, so then you have all these guys. What does DeAndre Carter bring you? The ability to damn do special teams. So all you, all you have mm -hmm. to do, he can be out. He can be your your seventh wide receiver that you keep on the roster in case you need him because you have injuries or whatever. Because he, I've seen he can do wide receiver stuff. He's not like a he's not a one trick pony. He's not Devin Hester. He can do wide receiver stuff, but. And just bring him to play special teams. That's all. You, that's all you're doing. Because if you bring back the, the roster and you're going into free agency, you're going to win a ship. And what do you do? You fix the broken thing. And special <laughs> teams is broken. You brought in a new special teams coordinator. You brought in a possible new kicker. You have 
you, you find a way to fix the thing that's broken. DeAndre Carter helps fix the broken thing. He's also 29, so he's older, so he might be. So I think he'd come cheap because he's people would view him as a limited asset because he only does one thing really well. But he does that one thing really well, and that goes to the whole Green Bay talks about building a bat. Or I think it's I don't know if it's Green Bay or where this idea comes from, but you want to build your wide receiver core like a basketball team. You want to have mm-hmm. you want to have your big guys that can go and win jump balls. You want to have your gadget guys that can do stuff under that can kind of do the like the plays out of the backfield or whatever. You want to have your speedster guy. DeAndre Carter builds your basketball team more because he has speed, but he also just he can he can go do special teams, and that's all you need him to do. So I think DeAndre Carter could be interesting. There's a lot of just there's a lot of jags in free agency yeah. this year. There's a lot. Yeah. There's not like there's a couple star guys at the top. But there's a lot of Jags as you go down the list. Sammy Watkins is available. I don't think he'll be all that expensive. Yeah. I know, and he's been injured and stuff. But just I think there's a lot of interesting people, players available. So I don't know specifically if there's anybody out there. But I think that there are some wide receiver guys available. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's uh, that's an interesting pick because that is something I know not I know I, I talked about not just me other people as well just this notion of trying to fi- fix the special teams at some point you have to invest in that more than just look at this we got a new coach because uh, Mo Drayton had a a decent uh, couple years in Indy before he came to Green Bay and things did not go well so prioritizing that and getting guys who are specialists on special teams uh, is, is seems like something they're going to need to do. Um, I guess the, the second part of the question from Cole Reedy, this one made me laugh. Uh, if you replace Ghee, uh, with, but with most stuff Oreos and Panchakarma, which again is the cleanse Rogers going through, how many would it take to achieve evacuation at both ends? Uh, not, as someone who has eaten those, not many I'll tell you that right now, because those things are, are way too big. So I'm going to say six. I'm going to say, if you eat six, guess what? You've achieved enlightenment just right there. Um, all right. I think that's all we got for tonight. Uh, thank you as always for sending in questions. Gage, thank you for joining me. If you want to follow Gage, you can follow him at G Bridgeford NFL. Uh, Gage, thanks for joining me. You uh, have any final thoughts tonight? Uh, no, just uh, thanks for having me on. Always glad to always glad to jump on a record and talk Packers and glad I got to finally interact with mm-hmm. you in a way other than just DMS and, uh, and watching just, you put out amazing uh, threads and content everywhere over the last few years since I've, come across your work and uh just glad to be here and glad that we get to watch aaron Rodgers just put all of like sports media in a frenzy every week it's just it's so much fun i don't want him to retire because i know that he's going to continue to do these weird things and that's mm-hmm. fun because everybody freaks out over it like when i walk into work first thing my coworker says to me who he and i only have a like sports is like the main thing we talk about 
and he immediately he's got like questions about Aaron Rodgers. That's fun because it's just like you you don't <laughs> care. He's not on social media and whatever, but he this was on his radar because he it had been talked about on sports media. So that's fun for me is to watch Aaron Rodgers just make people freak out. But yeah, no, no final thoughts here. Just like I said earlier, don't let Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers ruin your regular day. If they ruin your sports day, fine, but don't let them ruin your entire day and just enjoy enjoy the idea of Rodgers being on your team. Enjoy watching clips of the fact that he's been around. He's won a Super Bowl with your team mm-hmm. because there's teams that haven't been to one. There's teams that haven't won one, and you have one. You have a guy that's on a team that's been a consistent contender for years. So enjoy the moment and really embrace kind of that Rodgers idea of just enjoy the moment that you're in now. Don't focus so much on what might happen next. Just focus on what's been happening already. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, and that's a good point without going too far down that road. The, um, the constant contender, I think people, I think people who are Packers fans don't know exactly what it's like to watch miserable football year in, year out. I mean, Packers have won, like you said, one Super Bowl under Rodgers. They had the Favre one, which was also my lifetime. Uh, so that was, that was, you know, both those were amazing. I remember those very clearly. I love all of those memories. It was great. I wish they won another one, but like, Man, being a Browns fan is would be miserable. Like they're bad year in year out. You got Jarvis Landry stuff now. Like you've got drama on top of like not being good. Like I think just being able to watch a team that's competitive year in year out that have been relatively drama free up until the past couple of years. And then even now, like you said, it's it's weird kind of speculative drama. That's that's kind of fun to kind of to kind of sit back and laugh at a little bit. So. Yeah, I think uh, I think the whole Super Bowl thing, if you don't win the Super Bowl, that's the standard in Green Bay. And I understand all that. But I think you just people just don't understand how miserable it is to watch bad football just year in, year out with with no hope of that getting better. I have a good friend of mine's a Washington fan, and he is just the saddest man. He's so sad. Uh, there's a, another guy I know that was a big Bengals fan, and he gave up on them uh, about seven years ago because he was like, I was just watching like bad and mediocre football. And there's good games on. I'm forcing myself to watch these bad games. Like, for what? Why am I doing this to myself? So uh, just be happy you've got competitive football. Um, and honestly, right now, just be happy that Aaron Rodgers is uh, making this offseason a little less boring for us right now. It's not the doldrums it was last year. So, uh, so yeah, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Thanks to Gage for joining me. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Dusty Evely. Gage is at G Bridgeford NFL. We'll throw at Sarah Keller four at Steve Perhatch out there as well on the podcast at Packaday Podcast. Rate review on your podcast platform of choice. And as always, go pack go. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. 
But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.